the first count of the information, Joseph Rosenbaum. We, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the second count of the information, Richard McGinnis, we, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the third count of the information, unknown male, we, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the fourth count of the information, Anthony Huber, we, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the fifth count of the information, Gage Grosskreutz, we, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. Members of the jury, are these your unanimous? When's the last time you heard a podcast that truly did not give a damn about what people thought? Or said, it's been a while, right? Welcome to No Filter Radio. No Filter Radio. We have freedom of speech. Too bad nobody else uses it. If we think it, if we, think it we say it. We say it. And we say it how we want. From cultural issues to political issues. As a matter of fact, we cover any issues. Open your ears as we open our huge mouths. This is No Filter Radio. And this is your host, Mark G. What is going on, No Filter Radio Nation? Hey, listen, it's kind of late tonight. I do apologize for getting the show started a little late. And actually, my apologies goes to those who tune into the live show. Let me kill the intro. All right, so for those who typically tune into the live show on Sundays, we are running a little late tonight only because I had to work. So when you work, you have to start your podcast a little bit later when you uh, start the show. So right now it's currently uh, 1241 Eastern Standard Time. And uh, yeah, it's time to get this show started. So as everybody knows the verdict, I'm not going to go too far in details of Kyle Rittenhouse because everybody has officially seen the verdict. He was judged by a jury of his peers and proven innocent in a court of law. What has happened in stinky dad? What is going on, Megan? So what I want to say is this. Number one, as we all know, Kyle Rittenhouse has been proven innocent in a court of law. He was judged by a jury of his peers and he was proven innocent. Here's the thing, you know, I'm not going to get into too much of the Kyle Rittenhouse because it's clearly self-defense. And if you watched the case and saw the evidence, you saw that it was self-defense. I am live really late, Glenn. It, it happens sometimes, man. <laughs> so, and so a lot of people are going to argue that, well, he should have never been there. Okay. He had family who lived out there. He was out there, but here he is. He's, he was caught in a situation. Was he stupid for going out there? Yeah, he was freaking stupid, but he was out there. Shit happened and went down. He went through due process. He actually waved down the cops and turned himself in. What I'm really getting to, though, is I'm scared for Kenosha on what's going to happen next. And when I say that, let me play this audio clip uh, for you for what the protesters were chanting the night after um the the jury there let me play this let me play this audio clip for you real quick this audio clip should kind of scare you a little bit for what they're asking for the only solution is communism revolution does anybody understand the definition of communism? Like, I, I was watching the protest actually earlier on today as well, and, and they were doing the same thing. They were chanting and saying that they wanted communism. You do not want communism. Communism is a philosophy, uh, philosophy, I can't even fucking pronounce that word tonight, Social, political, and economic ideology and movement whose goal is the establishment of a communist society, namely a sociomatic. Hey, wow, I need to do these podcasts a little bit earlier so I'm actually coherent. Order structure upon the ideas of common ownership of the means of production in the absence of social classes, money, and the state. We need all these things to society, uh, survive in a society. 
You take away state, you take away government, you're going to have a complete mess. I don't think there should be more government. But at the same time, my, my, my process on the way our government is, is I will say that I 100% believe that our governors, well, not really governors, but all of our state representatives and stuff like that should all have term limits. I do believe that people stay in office way too long and it destroys, it destroys America. And the other thing is so fucked up. And I learned this after having this interview with this uh, guy that was running for Maine governor. Is there is a problem with our political system. If you ever notice, it's either Democrat or Republican who gets voted in. I don't even think, I'd have to look it up. This is when I kind of miss having a co-host right now. I don't ever think anybody as an independent libertarian or any of those has ever won for presidency. I don't even think they've ever won for governorship, which is sad. We should have more options. I think people are actually kind of scared to vote in that realm. Because I will be honest with you, during the uh, elections for Biden, Trump, and actually there was another individual. I actually voted for her. I voted for Trump, but in the state of Maine, we have the stupid thing now where we have options. So I wasn't going to let it go to waste. I voted for Trump as my main number one. And then I also voted for the female libertarian who was running. I really wish I could remember her name because she actually had some strong points that made me want to vote for her. Let me look her up real quick. Female who ran in 2020. I have to find her name now because now it's going to bug me. Because when she ran, I read up on some of her, um, what she thought about gun control laws and stuff like that. And to be honest with you, she had some pretty good stuff. And for those, let's talk about guns for a minute since I decided we we're going to talk about Kyle Rittenhouse. For those who don't believe in self-defense, you are wrong. Um, we deserve to have self-defense. Self-defense has saved many of lives. Self-defense will always save many of lives. As we all know, law enforcement does not respond in the right amount of time. In order to make a split section uh, decision like Kyle Rittenhouse does, you literally have, yes, Joe Jorgensen. Thank you, Megan. Joe Jorgensen, uh, she was actually my second choice in the voting um, because she actually had some good standpoints. So I gave her my second option for the state of Maine's freaking multi-choice voting crap. Um, I never wanted Biden. Uh, to be honest with you, I think it was really shitty kind of a decision but as a republican i did go for trump but joe jorgensen was definitely my second choice and i would love to see an independent or a libertarian who had some pretty good point of views where they wanted to take america i would give them my vote i'm sorry to say i would definitely not give any of the clintons my vote definitely wouldn't give any bidens my vote um i'm not you can clearly see, and I know it's hard because I know, Megan, where you stand, um, you got to understand that or just kind of see the how Biden is deteriorating in the White House right now. The guy is literally falling apart. I'm still shocked that he was cleared with a clean bill of health. Um, there is a form of dementia there, but I'm not going to bash on him. Like I said, I'm not my podcast, No Filter Radio. I have strong political points and views, or I should say. But I don't really like to battle against people. I don't hate people for their decisions because this is why we have America. This is why we have everything within the Constitution that it states. And everybody has the right to their own opinion, their own thoughts. We also have the right to voice them. And that's another part that I want to get to. We have the right to vo voice them. That's why we have the right to assemble and the right to freedom of speech. The right to protest but not the right to riot. Now that Kyle Rittenhouse has been proven innocent and we have all these video evidence out there from the drone footage, from the personal cell phone footage, we have to start going after the people who were not peaceful protesting. You cannot rate fires. You cannot rate smashing windows. 
You cannot rate beating people up on the street as a peaceful protest. Destroying public property, destroying personal property of others is not peaceful. It's violent. And unfortunately, that is where, from what I'm getting, gathering out of a lot of this stuff, and it could be just bad organizations, but what I'm getting out of BLM and Antifa and stuff like that, I feel like we're going to allow violence. Uh, how do you feel about the fact that the verdict from Kyle Rittenhouse trial was submitted to the DOG for federal charges to be pressed? To be honest with you, I'm scared. And here's why. We have a Second Amendment, which is our right for protection. I question one's right to voice when they have public influence, yet lack knowledge and integrity. Touche. So you asked about the DOJ. I'm definitely fearful for that because I feel like the Kyle Rittenhouse case was a clear-cut case of self-defense, right? But I feel like we're being attacked for another agenda on the Kyle Rittenhouse case. I feel like Kyle Rittenhouse right now is being used as a poster boy to come after our Second Amendment rights. I also feel if you listen to the whole trial, especially one segment of the prosecutor, he cannot get the words AR-15 out of his mouth as enough time as he did. Like He said the word AR-15 multiple times. The prosecutor had one thought, one thought only. AR-15 is Second Amendment, and he was really shooting for that. Like, some of the questions the prosecutor was asking was fucking ridiculous. He was talking about video games. Uh, it was, what was it? Call of Duty was one of the main video games he kept bringing up. I play Call of Duty. I'm not going to go out and shoot people. I'm not going out to kill people. I carry a gun. I carry a gun everywhere I go. I go grocery shopping. I have a gun on me. I go off to the grocery uh, gas station. I have a gun on me. I work. I have a gun on me. I'm not wearing it because I want to kill people. I'm wearing it because I want to protect myself, protect the life of others who may be around me if the event needs to happen. I pray to God that it never does. But if it does, I have something to protect me. You don't bring a knife to a gunfight. And now let's go back to Kyle Rittenhouse on that part. What is going on, T-Bar? Welcome to the show. The prosecutor brought up this scenario about the kid beating Kyle Rittenhouse with a skateboard and was saying, why didn't Kyle try defending himself with a fist? I'm sorry. A skateboard is actually considered a deadly weapon. <laughs> Any blunt object in that matter is considered a deadly weapon. You could kill somebody with a wooden spoon. It doesn't matter what it is. Anything is a weapon if you want it to be. And yes, your hands could be a weapon. If, like, we talked about this during the previous show, in the state of Maine, you're, you have to be an immediate threat of your life, fear for your life, have no means to get away, then you can use deadly force. Um, jumping down to what Megan said, for those who are listening through Apple Podcasts and Spotify, Megan just wrote, I think they will press federal charges because of public outcry, but I also don't think the judge in the trial was unbiased. I watched the entire trial. I have mixed feelings, so I'm having, I have independent ideas. I lean more towards liberal democratic ideas, but I also own a gun, and I believe in the right to own weapons within reason. Touche. Um, I will agree with you on the fact of in the state of Maine, we just passed what they call constitutional carry, which means uh, you can carry, I'm sorry, constitutional concealed carry, which means you can carry a weapon concealed now without having a concealed weapon license. Uh, the only difference is when you get pulled over and you don't have a concealed weapon license, you have to notify the officer, hey, I have a firearm uh, on my on my cell. Uh, versus if you have a concealed weapon license, you don't have to notify an officer. For those who don't notify an officer that they have a weapon on them, is an idiot, number one. You should always let the officer know. It opens up that trust level between you and the officer. Hey, I do have a gun. And that builds the trust versus just keeping silent about it. Um, but I don't agree with the fact of not being able to possess a concealed weapons. I, do, I wish the concealed weapon license was covered in all 50 states. And I would respect if it cost more and my background check was a little bit more intense. I agree with that. And that's why I don't agree with constitutional uh, concealed carry. 
I believe you should have a background check done on you when you conceal and carry because you're being trusted to hide your gun, open carry, whatever people know you have it on you. Conceal Gary, uh, conceal Gary, conceal carry, you know, you're, you're hiding it more, which I love doing. Um, I got my concealed weapon license, even though I can carry without it here in the state of Maine. And I, I had my background check. They check with the local PD, check with the local, um, psychiatric wards around here. And they also check with the courts to make sure there's nothing there. And then boom, you get it. And jumping down to DS and Dan or T bar. I finally comprehend why he's in another state, and that's because he's from broken home with two fathers. Oh, with two fathers, but the part that I don't understand because I'm from California is he holding a gun, and he's only 17. That's just not allowed here, and I don't know what the rules are over there. So I'm not sure what the laws are in Wisconsin, to be honest with you, T-Bar. I know here in the state of Maine, you cannot buy a handgun in the state of Maine until you're 21, but you can own a handgun if one is purchased for you and you can also carry you can't constitutional uh, conceal carry in the state of maine but you can open carry in the state of maine up until you're 21 years old from 18 to 21 you have to open carry after that you're good um as far as rifles go you can have a rifle in the state of maine at any age up to 16 years um think from 10 to 16 or whatever with an adult, after 16, you can be by yourself and out hunting and so forth with your rifle. I'm not sure how the Wisconsin laws go, but if you look at it, if you pay fall to the courts, uh, what happened in Wisconsin, the individuals who's under the age of 18 cannot purchase the rifle, but they're able to have the rifle. Uh, jumping down to Megan. I think there needs to be mental health background checks on everyone over the age of 18 who will be living in the home with a weapon. A lot of mass shootings are committed by people who don't even legally own the weapon themselves. It's their family members. Okay. Lava, I'll be right with you. Um, on your question, Megan. So as far as that goes, I don't agree with that for the simple fact is if I have a child who may have some mental issues, why should that withhold me from being able to possess my firearm and hold it? If I can maintain my firearm, that's the thing. I mean, my firearm never leaves my side. Um, when, when I go to bed, it's I'm the only one that knows where it is. Not even my wife knows where my gun is. I know where my gun is. Um, you have to be a responsible gun owner. And unfortunately, we have a world where there is not that many responsible gun owners. We always see a child getting his gun out of a parent's uh, nightstand and ends up shooting uh, siblings, so forth. We see this all the time in the news, right? I mean, it just recently happened last year, the year before in Saco, Maine, where a kid got into the father's bag, grabbed the handgun, shot his brother. It's a sad story. It happens all the time because people are not responsible gun owners. Here's what I think. If you're not prior military, um, just like with hunting, you should go through a hunter safety course or a gun safety course in order to purchase gun. At least learn the gun safety basics. Unlike the prosecutor, the Kyle Rittenhouse case, who pointed the gun at the jury with his finger on the trigger. That's for another time. I'm waiting for Tuesday show to talk about that one with uh, Justin. So that should be a good show. Uh, okay. I'm not sure. I'm going to say it's Sava, not Lava. So Sava, let's get down to your question. Uh, do you think that background checks are necessary for people to continue driving a vehicle? No. I get where you're going on that. And no, I don't. Just like I don't like the fact that vehicles are going to have breathalyzers on and installed into them now. All newer vehicles must require a breathalyzer. That is the most stupidest freaking thing that they had in that bill. Um, going down to T-Bar, FYI, DS and Dan 88 represents descendant just vowels removed. Oh, Roger that. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, I get what you're saying with that. As far as background checks are necessary for people continue driving. No, I don't. Um, having kids go through driver's course, stuff like that. Yes. Or don't you need driver's course at a certain amount of age? I do. I don't agree with breathalyzers being installed in vehicles, but at the same time, I will tell you I'm the first one when I see people 
Yeah, okay. I saw that. I have not fully read up on that, Slava. I was waiting until... So for those who are listening, once again, Apple, Spotify, etc. Lava is just talking about the parade incident there where the vehicle rushed through a crowd of people. So far, I believe one is killed, 20 injured. Um, I have yet to fully read into that, so I wanted to save a lot of that for Sunday, sh- uh, for Tuesday's show. Tonight's show was more of a late-night show. I ended up working, so... I started later than I wanted to, but I do have a whole show set up for a Sunday that's going to be phenomenal, hopefully. Um, Megan, in Virginia, it is so easy to buy a gun. I literally bought my gun from Justin. Uh, we printed off a sale ticket online. I registered it with the local sheriff office and the MP station on base. Bam, legal. But you you did do the whole transportation from the PD and stuff like that, so the PD actually has the paperwork on your purchase. Um, I know in the state of Maine, we have to go through a background check private sales. You don't have to, um, but when you buy like a Cabela's and stuff like that, you do go through an FBI check, uh, going down to Sava SUV ran over participants. Uh, there are always police vehicles in the back of parades. Why were there no police vehicles there to protect these people? Agreed. I want to look into that more Sava. If you can just give me until Tuesday's show. Um, I will definitely talk more about these, uh, the incident that happened in the parade. Uh, I definitely want to talk about it more. I want to, I'd love to have more details of the information, uh, regards to that crash. I know there was a press release. I will uh, listen to the police department and the fire department's, uh, press release on that incident. And I will definitely, um, give you guys my thoughts on that coming on Tuesday show Sunday show. Like I said, Sunday show is more of a lay back kind of bitch fest about certain things and talk about different issues. Cause the next thing I'm going to talk about, this is what I really wish Justin was saying right now. His kids are young, but what he's going to deal with what I just dealt with recently, <laughs> he's going to hate me for it. Um, question that drone footage was and that provided by the FBI means there are people actually filming. And if so, how come they didn't do anything to stop them? So the, the funny thing is about that. Okay. So you're asking about the drone footage. Uh, at the same time, if you not noticed, T-Bar, there was no law enforcement at all who engaged in this crowd as well. They kept the crowd at bay, right? They kept kept pushing the crowd to certain areas saying, hey, listen, you guys going to ride a protest, whatever you're going to do within this area. The governor of that state told them to back off. It was like allowing the kid to throw the tantrum but to try to keep it in a secluded area. So, of course, the FBI was got these footage, so if anything extremely bad happened, it was caught, right? Which stuff did happen, but there is um, there is another charge coming out. There's two more witnesses that should have been called up on the Kyle Rittenhouse case that weren't, was a husband and wife who actually discharged a firearm in the air, and that's what actually originally started the whole scenario with Kyle Rittenhouse and everybody else was after the gunshots were fired in the air by a gentleman that I can't remember his freaking name. See, this is what happens when I'm not preparing for a show. I don't have all the stuff, but this is all stuff I'm learning from when I watched the trial. There was another incident of somebody shot in the air, but we need to tell people you have the right to protest, but you don't have the right to destroy people's properties. So I get where Kyle was coming from. I do. Sorry for those who are here. The mic move. I get where he's coming from. Could have been handled a different way. Not after the attack started. No way, shape, or form. Could have been avoided. Yes. But everybody has this type of heroism mentality, right? Well, most people do. They want to go help people. They have that helping mentality. He was a medic. Well, he was training to as a junior paramedic. And I'll admit, I was a volunteer firefighter as a junior before when I was a kid. I loved it. Everybody has not everybody but certain people have this thing where they feel like they need to help people that's what went on with this kid maybe he's got something wrong but regardless the kid's gonna pay for this for the rest of his life i don't really care who you are at this point when you say kyle's gotta pay okay kyle was proven innocent by a jury peers blah, blah 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 but no matter what he is still gonna pay for this in the long run the kid is gonna wake up with night terror sweats the kid's going to always have PTSD and he's going to have a dream. You can't say he's not. When you take a human life, it fucks with you. It alters your brain and you will never be the same person again. I don't care who you are, how tough you are. 
it's an imprint on your brain for the rest of your life. He will go to his grave knowing that he took a human's life regardless, whether it's self-defense, which it was, but it's going to always be there within his within his thought process. And jumping down to what you're saying, T-Bar, welcome to the podcast, Phoenix Fire. I'm seeing you as an audience over on Discord. Welcome to the show. Um, going back down to T-Bar, right? But I'm saying the drone belonged to the... Correct. The, the drone belonged to the FBI. So the FBI probably did not get involved because remember, FBI is federal and it's not local state. The federal is has to cannot get involved off the bat. What I've always been told is state always trumps federal. That's why we're able to legalize marijuana in the state, but it can still be illegal on a federal level. So unless the state asks for the help, the FBI can only be stand down and record the video. What I'm pissed off is why is that video didn't come out until late? And that was another thing that really screwed up with that whole thing was the footage that the defense got versus what the prosecution got. Jumping down to T-Bar again, after being chased for 600 feet, if only he didn't trip and fall, that's the way it could have been avoided. That is correct. There were multiple avenues, but once you are on the ground, you're open for attack. Again, I want I want a really big board. So what I'm going to say right now, because this is going on Spotify and Apple and so forth. So before I start this, um, any, anywhere further, for those who are listening to this show, please, right now, if you want to be a guest or be on this panel, I would love to have an open discussion panel, and I would love everybody from different avenues. Like I said, I don't like attacking people. And I'm going to go on a big speech about that in a minute. I don't like like attacking people from the left. I have my thoughts on certain left people. For instance, let, let me tell you the type of people that I, I have issues with again. Let me play this audio one more time for you. Because these are the type of people that I think are fucked up in their brain. That's the type of people I got a problem with. But for anybody that has an open mind, who's willing to discuss and not bark at each other and have a decent conversation, I want that this Tuesday. I want to have a panel and I want it to have, I want it to be mixed. Don't be shy. If you want to be on video, great. I will start up a video podcast as well. But if you want to do voice, that's great as well. I want you all on the show. I would love to have a Democrat. I would love to have a liberal. Hell, if I can even find someone who's on the BLM, I would love to have them. I can't say I want Antifa because I could start barking and really, really lose my shit. But hey, if I get an Antifa who's listening to my show, who's cussing me out right now, who wants to be on here to talk, I will gladly accept you on my show. I can't say that. The rest of my panel would not bark at you neither. But hey, if you want to be on the show, let's be on the show. I would like to have a civil conversation. Uh, we're going down back to the chat on Podbean. I have... Sorry, T-Bar. Hello, left arm. This is the right arm. Can we brainstorm together so our hearts and minds don't make the right decision? Oh, dear. So listen. I believe we can all get along, right? So the Biden administration, they shot for saying everybody needs to be united. Well, we're not uniting. I believe we're even tearing each other apart even more. Uh, for instance, I know for a fact that Megan has uh, a good little episode that we should be talking about here in the very near future. I've got to con contact her still and find out everything. But I do know for a fact that she was skeptical coming on the show, listen to the show because she didn't know how far right I was or whether or not my, my show is just a show who hates on everybody in the left or whatever. But now that she's listened to the show and kind of sees where I'm aiming for. Now, let me tell everybody else where I'm at. I don't hate anybody on the left. I really wish we'd get along and could understand the same point of views. I wish we could have a civil discussion. There are some things I'm like, wow, are they that blind to? I say that a lot about my mother. My mother is far, one of the farthest left people I know. Um, 
She yells at me. She wishes the death on freaking Tucker Carlson. Uh, it's insane. Listen, no one can tell anybody what to do, right? There's laws that we have to abide by. But no one should be controlled. We shouldn't be controlled by Big Brother. We shouldn't be controlled by anybody. Slavery has ended years, years, and years ago. We need to live life in the present, not in the past. The past is bad, but we can move forward. There is so much fucking wrong with our country right now. A lot of people on the right call people on the left sheeple because they took the vaccine. I'm kind of like Ben Shapiro on the va vaccine thought process. If you want it, get it. If you don't, don't. You have that choice. Your right is to have that choice. As far as the arguments with my mother, the left, the people are like, well, if you don't get vaccinated, you could possibly kill me. Well, if you're vaccinated, you can possibly kill and unvaccinated as well. There's a lot of information. You, know, you got to keep taking these doses. Even Ben Sharpero said, who is vaccinated, who's gotten his second dose, is done. He's not going for these boosters because there's a lot more reports as the boosters go through. There are some medical issues that are coming out. There's some new one now we'll talk about on Tuesday in regards to hearing issues. Um, there's people now that are starting to have hearing issues after getting the boosters and so forth. Some of them even have it after the second dose. Because even when you are vaccinated, you can still get COVID. Your chances of dying are less, but you can also spread it. No, right, Megan. So here's the thing. Correct. You do have booster. You have no issue. Everybody is different, right? So everybody's body's made up differently. So everybody, some people will breeze through it. Some people have reactions. Some people will die from it. Some people will experience really bad issues with COVID with it, right? Everybody's different, but everybody knows their body. Everybody knows their mindset, so it should be up to that person. Listen, I've known my body. I've had bad reactions to certain things before. I'm not taking this. I will take my chances with COVID. And if COVID takes my life, then that is the man upstairs' choice. Also, big shock on my three kids, 10, 7, 5. All were first in line to get the vaccine. Great. I can tell you my kids will not. Um, I have one child who's already got heart conditions. He's not going to get it. Myocarditis is one of the things uh, with it. Not to mention children are the ones who are the strongest survivors I, even after getting COVID. And I can tell you that firsthand because I've had COVID in my household twice now. I've had my 18-year-old and my 19-year-old both had COVID. And let me tell you, <laughs> I'm still waiting on the test results. Actually, I can check that now too while I'm even on the air with you guys uh, for my my seven-year-old, but I can tell you that my 18-year-old, my 19-year-old had COVID and all it was, was a mild cough for them. They literally had a scratchy throat, a little tiny cough, and they ran a fever for 24 hours. Actually, it was less than 24 hours that they had a fever and then they were done with it. They lost taste and smell for about 48 hours. And that was literally about the gist of their COVID. My wife and my two youngest children in this house, notice I'm not naming myself right now, but my wife and my two youngest children have all had the nasty cold. One of the things about wearing a mask throughout the whole pandemic of last year, no one really got sick, right? Everybody stayed healthy throughout the whole last year. Now you're getting hit with these colds that are even worse. So they all got colds. I'm sitting there healthy. There's a way to stay healthy. And there's a way that if you were to get it, you can kind of keep it at bay. I am going to drop down to what Megan just said, though, because it'll probably kind of relate to what I'm going to talk about. We all had COVID in October 2020. We felt like we were dying. I should have been hospitalized. I couldn't because I had to care for my kiddos. My husband was deployed. And I'm kind of curious now, Megan, because if you had COVID, could you tell me why... Why you got vaccinated where you had the natural immunity? Because we all, I mean, you had no antibodies, really. That's surprising. Interesting. 
And when you got the vaccine, it didn't mess with you that much. I know some people who've had COVID and got the vaccine, they actually had a little uh, reaction or whatever they ended up getting what they call uh, second COVID. That is very interesting that you guys had COVID, but no antibodies. Um, I'm not sure if you can get your antibodies test for free where you're at. I know they're like 10 bucks here to get the antibody test. I would be interested as you as a vaccinated person, if you would be able to get an antibody test just to see if the antibodies are there. Now from the vaccine, I'd be very curious on that. Um, I'm not sure if you listened to the show that we had with the lady whose father recently died uh, shortly after getting the vaccine. I am not familiar with the Q fever, Sava. I'd love for you to elaborate on that one. Um, Megan, I'm sorry. And you know what, Megan, to be honest with you, and now I can kind of, I can kind of understand why you want to get vaccinated, right? Um, I can kind of get that. That's why I get why my mother is vaccinated. What I don't get though, is the hatred for people who don't want to get vaccinated, right? I don't hate anybody for getting vaccinated. It's what you want to do, get it done. And that's great. That. I don't care. My mother gets it. My mother's got her booster and stuff like that. My mother is a cancer survivor. Um, so I'm glad she got it. But let me jump down to what Sava said. Q fever is caused by Coexula uh, Bernetti, which is a bacteria, and it was developed as a bioweapon under the JFK administration in 1956. Q fever is all the same. No shit. I'll have to look into that one, Sava. No, that that's definitely interesting. I will definitely look into that one. The Q fever it comes from uh, livestock such as cattle, sheep. Hmm. Here, it's kind of is it uh, almost familiar to the mad cow disease? That, that's very interesting. I'll have to look into that. I mean, there's always new new stuff coming out, though. There's probably millions of other bioweapons that are being created right now in labs that could potentially wipe out the whole population of the world if it was ever released. It's scary world that we live in, and science has involved so much that it is scary. Um, it can live up to 60 days on any surface, and when it gets really hot and dry around and harmful radiation, it releases itself into the air like a spore. And when humans breathe it in, they develop flu-like symptoms that can lead to pneumonia. The PCR test is used to diagnosis in the livestock and is treated with hydroxychloroquine. No shit. You know... <sighs> So you mentioned hydroxychloroquine and made me think about Joe Rogan and ivermectin and how the mainstream media called it horse medicine. But in fact that it's, yes, it is used for livestock, but there's also a human dosage and a human prescription for ivermectin as well and how it works and how there is treatments out there, but they won't call them treatments because of the simple fact is if you have a treatment, there goes the vaccine push, there goes the funding, right? But ivermectin was canceled out. Don't y'all find it funny, though, how Pfizer has now got a pill that's essentially ivermectin, and it's looking to get the FDA approval for emergency use to start using that as a treatment? I find it hilarious because ivermectin's dirt cheap, right? Ivermectin is dirt cheap. Whether you buy it at the pharmacy because you get a prescription for it for your doctor, or even if you're one of those people who want to go to the freaking uh, local pet feed store and pick yourself up some of the horse feed shit and try to do the measurements. It's cheap, right? It's cheap either for the human portion or even for the animal. But now that Pfizer's coming in, I'm curious on the price of what their uh, pill version is going to be. I'm going to drop down to Sava. Ivermectin is listed as a treatment for maintenance of COVID-19 by the CDC. Is it listed now? I want to see that. If it's listed now, then the media owes Joe Rogan a freaking public apology. Uh, T-Bar says, a standard practice for immigration to inject immigrants coming in, bound this country. Yes, sir, it is. Yes, please, drop the link to that. Uh, I would love to see that because if that is on the CDC website, Joe Rogan needs to come after the media even harder because when he took his regiment, they were freaking slamming him hard. Uh, to this day, Trump has been right about everything. True. Chronic Q fever is deadly. Q fever on its own is very treatable and resolves in 
itself on its own without medical intervention. All right, so, so can I ask you, here, here's a good question for you, Megan. So, yes, we got a vaccine, right? Or I don't even really call the COVID-19, the Pfizer vaccine, a vaccine because in all reality, it's not a vaccine. It's an mRNA, mRNA which makes this more of a gene therapy, right? So it's not really a vaccine. It's a gene therapy. The only one that's kind of close to an actual vaccine is the Johnson & Johnson, but the Pfizer and the Moderna are both more of a gene therapy. If there was a pill you could take, say, if you were to get COVID, for instance, ivermectin, if they um, fully release it out, or this new Pfizer pill, if you were to take, and it keeps you from the hospital, just like the uh, z pack that you get when you get the flu, would you run out and keep getting the shot, or would you just be okay with taking the pill? Um. That's a question for everybody. If you're listening, please post that in the comments below in the podcast uh, comments. I would love to see your reaction to that. Would you? So here, let me re-ask this question again for all my listeners. Uh, if you're listening to Apple podcast, please go to the comment section and post your answer underneath this podcast. If you were vaccinated, or even if you're not vaccinated at this current time, would you get the gene therapy or the vaccine? Because Johnson & Johnson is more like a vaccine. But if there's a pill version, if you were to get sick like the Z-Pack when you get the flu, would you be more willing to take the pill versus getting the shot and boosters every three to four months? Comment below. Now I'm going to jump back over into the chat in a pod bean. We have um, T-Bar, if it doesn't prevent anything, what are you getting back to me from? And why do you keep redoing it if the first, second, and third one didn't work? Roger that. Um, I got this COVID treatment, NIH. Oh, shit. Stop talking. I'm trying to copy. I wouldn't give the J&J to my worst enemy. True. The J&J definitely has some issues. I I know you talked to Justin. You and Justin disagree on a bunch of stuff as well. Have you looked at the VAERS, though, as far as the... Um, the VAERS report as far as the Pfizer Moderna goes. Sorry, my voice microphone doesn't work. Just disregard that last text. Roger that. So I would like to show. After learning about the involvement of fetal research and all of these so-called medical treatments and vaccinations and food flavoring, et cetera, I try to avoid as much as that as I can. Heard. Uh, Megan, I would not get J&J over. I have a history of clots. I would take the vaccine as I've... Have no reaction, and the basis of the vaccine has been under study since 2000. That's just scary, right? The basis of the vaccine has been studied since 2001. COVID 19 gets released in the world, and that that's a whole conspiracy theory shit that I don't want to. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole tonight. Just like, uh, well, coronavirus is a, the typical cold. And that's why when people are talking about the whole, oh my God, it's on the Lysol. Lysol bottle. Well, coronavirus in itself is a cold. The numbers at the end is the typical spraying of it. Uh, the pill was pulled out someone's ass a year ago. Correct. But the MR. So that, that, that's, here's a good thing, though. So you're saying that the vaccine or whatever, right, has been under study since 2001. It wasn't necessarily made for COVID-19, though. They had to alter it and program it, I guess you could say, for it to work and fight against the COVID-19 as far as the body, the proteins of that virus goes. Because what it does, it creates the protein and so forth. So they had to program and get it ready for that. So that was, in a, in a way, in your terms of the pill, it was also pulled out of somebody's ass. But my thought process on that pill, it's ivermectin but it's relabeled underneath the Pfizer brand. I can true. I, I hope it does get released out and I hope the ingredients comes out because I would love to compare that with the ivermectin. And I can almost bet that you're going to see that the ingredients are almost dead on related to each other. Minus maybe one other thing extra or one deleted out of it. So they can make it their own, make it their own proprietary. I can almost guarantee that's what happens with that. Uh, Megan also says they input the SARS-CoV-2 protein in it. That's all it's shit scientists do every day. If 
if no one else wants to say it, oh, allow me to be the one. The Our so-called government is attempting genocide. I don't think that any medical treatment like a vaccine or any other should have a trade secret. Touche. I also believe that, and this was a law prior to whole COVID and stuff like that, but I also believe that anybody who creates a vaccine should be able to be sued by anybody who has severe to death reactions to it. They are the only ones who are protected by the government. There is an actual law saying that they cannot be sued. They should be allowed to be sued as well as everybody else as a restaurant could. If they serve you bad food, you get sick from that bad food and you die, you can sue that restaurant. The same should go for anybody who makes a vaccine. It should be allowed. Um, I don't think that any medical treatment like a vaccine or anything should have a trade secret. Great mRNA has been studied since 1960s. Yes, no vax disclosures till 2055. Once again, for all you who listen to Spotify and Apple, if you ever want to tune in, I broadcast live on Podbean. I believe you get, if you download the Podbean app and you subscribe to my show, I believe you get a notification that I do go live as well as Discord. I believe you actually get notifications on Discord as well if I do go live. Uh, Megan says, I will agree with that. It's hard to sue anyone in the medical field, period. That is very true. Sava says, because your doctor may not even know about this. Did I jump over something? Yes, I did. Sorry, I'm going to back up a little bit to the top. <laughs> Sava says, by the way, I highly encourage everybody to go to the website with the link that I just provided and print out those documents just in case you ever have to go see a doctor and it's presented, presented to your doctor. Uh, you also can't legally sue military medical doctors to sue anybody in the military is extremely hard. That is for damn sure. Once you are tied to the government, it's a bitch. All right. There was another thing I want to talk about. We're talking about vaccines. We talked about Kyle Rittenhouse. We've talked about the stupid protesters who are asking for communism, which is just outright stupid. Uh, they almost killed my daughter. That isn't say, Megan, I do want to come up with a time to do the show. I don't want to do the show this Tuesday because I want to build up to that show. I think we can come up with a good conversation. I believe I know somebody else who's had some of the same situation as you who would be a good tie on that show. We could have a complete show dedicated to you and the issues with your child. I, I want to, I want to do a show that we just got to, I got to talk to you more about it. If you can sit there and shoot me the email for anybody that wants to be on the show and has a topic they want to talk about, always email Mark G at nofilterradio.net. That's Mark G at nofilterradio.net. Thank you for having the show. It's great to have these conversations. Hey, thank you for coming on, Sav. Anytime you want to click on the voice and jump in, that is great too because uh, did just, Justin did send me a number. I can definitely give you a call um, in the next day or two. Uh, what was I going to say? So Sava's asked about that conversation. Yes. Uh, please drop your email in the chat. I will definitely drop my email in the chat for you right now. As I say it one more time is Mark G at no filter radio. All right. There's our email right there in the chat. I will also put the email in the notes of the podcast. Once I finish it and get it uploaded. I'm sitting and doing the same thing. Like I listen to um, Dan Bongino and I always bitch because when he talks on his microphone, he'll fade in and out because he's backing away from his mic, right? I know you all hear my chair squeak when you listen to this podcast. My voice is probably going in and out too. So I can only imagine everybody's bitching like I bitch when I listen to Dan Bongino. It's like, this guy's freaking going in and just stay in the right position. It's hard. You can't just sit still when you're doing these things. Protesters, communism, bullshit. Um, that governor threw me way off. Like, I wasn't even for him. Like I said, I actually told my wife, he said, you know what's funny? Is that interview with that governor went okay up until the point we started getting to talking about gays and stuff. Like, no, leave. Uh, I've got a brother who's gay and stuff like that. And I understand everybody has their own point of views and opinions. That's why I allowed him on the show. We discussed everything. Um, 
And his also his woman's rights shit was just fucking mind blowing. Uh, oh, now I remember what I want to talk about. Ladies, this probably ain't going to pertain to you that much, but it's a funny story. For any father out there, I wanted to start off with a story, then everybody jumped in. So it was amazing. So, like, the show went on more than what I thought. And now I'm actually going to get to a story. For all you dads out there, or for any guys out there who are looking to become a dad, and you currently man trim, here's the thing. <laughs> Make sure you get your teenage boys their own set of clippers. See, I had this nice set of clippers. Let me tell you, before I used this as a man trimming device, I was using that one time to trim up my face. I haven't in a few months. I found this razor set though, this trimming device in my shower the other night when I was, the other day when I was taking a shower. <laughs> and, and the thought process to me, and I was wondering why it was in the shower. I did not use this device in the shower. So I got out of the shower and I got dressed and everything else. I asked my wife that day. I was like, hey, did you um, use my trimmer to take care of things? And she says, no, no. Okay, well, you didn't use it. No, my daughter ain't going to touch it. So I waited till my son, and my son gets home. I look at it. I say, hey, son, did you use my trimmers to, you know, shave your face or anything in the shower? Because my son's trying to grow himself a beard and a mustache. And my son looks at me and goes, no. No. I said, that's a good thing because, you know, Dad uses those things for down south, and his face changed. Got a little red. He started chuckling. I said, oh, you didn't use it on your face. He goes, no, no. He goes, Dad, I was getting bushy. I had a trim. I'm like, oh, there's a girl. <laughs> he chuckled, and it was just one of those funny things. That if you Ladies probably could relate to that too if they got themselves a teenage daughter and they share these these products start getting used without you being told but it's yeah life of a parent need i say more and i want to go back down to megan again in the chat looks like we're bouncing back his ideas about the oh dear god megan can i just say lgbt because that's where i stopped the line community women's rights and abortions was ridiculous and disgusting uh T-Bone says, lost me at shower door. Good night till next time. <laughs> it was just a T-Bar, if you ever listen to this to the end, it, it was just the way I had to lead up to the story. All my stories always start from the beginning, middle, and then, and it's horrible, and I could talk for days. But I laughed, full belly laughed. <laughs> It's just one of those things as a parent, some of the stuff like the kids say the darndest things, like for instance, today, my buddy across the street, AKA my neighbor as well, Mike, uh, bought a Santa suit for their family Christmas party that they got coming up. And he called me up and said, hey, Mark, he goes, so I bought this family uh, Santa suit for a family Christmas party. Can I come over to your house and test it out with your kids? See what your kids think? Yeah, come on over. Why not? I'll try pulling up my camera, see if I can get some pictures. Needless to say, I didn't get the pictures. I wish I did. He comes in. My first, my my youngest son, Lincoln, looks at him and got excited. Oh, Santa. He didn't know who was behind. It was funny. So Mike was talking to him, you know, that's what he wants for Christmas. I called my other son, my son Jackson, the seven-year-old. Jackson, come down here. Come see who's downstairs. Jackson comes downstairs, looks at him. Not even, not even five seconds, looks right up and goes, Hi, Mike. <laughs> Fucking kid. The kid is intelligent and smart. Like he's, hi, Mike. Mike's like, well, shit. No, I mean, of course, now at this point, he's be the Santa beard is a little pulled down. So you got the big, bushy, white Santa beard and a little gray beard that's coming out. <laughs> Just kids. I love all my children to death. Do anything for them. So I voice my opinion. And once again, for those who never know the reason why I created this podcast, I created this podcast because I was getting very vocal on Facebook. And Mark Zuckerberg banned me multiple times to the point where I was starting to hit my 30-day bans on Facebook, and I was ending up Facebook jail, so I decided, screw it. 
I'm creating myself a podcast where I can speak my mind, get away with it. Unless I say something completely ridiculous and somebody will slap me. My wife will freaking slap me. And my wife and I, we battled back and forth. And she's actually registered as a Republican lately. Uh, she never really got into politics until this most recent election. But my wife's, my wife's uh, values, actually, she she's in the middle. My wife gears more towards Republican and Democrat. She's like in the middle. She can agree with some of the stuff on the left. She can agree with some of the stuff on the right. We clash back and forth on some of our opinions. But who doesn't? So I'm going to end with this right here. Once again, I'll tell everybody, I really don't care where you stand and what side of the political fence. There is a way we can all get along. And as we should, we all have our own thoughts. We all have our own opinions. And that's what they are. They are our thoughts. They are our opinions. We can share them. We can disagree with them. Or we can like them. We're all human. We're all American. We all have rights. We have a constitution to live by. The constitution is not made to be changed. It's made to stay. But we can also evolve as humans. I'm going to talk about the other stuff that Megan was talking about as far as the governor goes in another podcast. But I will say I'm not against anybody on certain things. I am against certain policies but I'm not against anything else. And the policies was more towards the bathroom things. That's my biggest concern, but that's another time folks get along out there, stay safe. And if you are out in Kenosha, be safe out there. You do have the right to protest, but you don't have the right to riot. And if anybody ever came onto my property to try to destroy my property, I will do anything to defend my family. Otherwise that is how I'm going to end the show. I appreciate y'all who came out today. It's definitely interesting. I did not think I was going to have a single soul tuning into the show tonight. I thought, well, I'm doing the show at friggin' midnight. No one's going to pop in. So thank you all for coming in. It was uh, definitely made the podcast that much better. I'm probably going to confuse the hell out of the people who listen to me. And of course, my daughter decides to take the dog out in the middle of recording the podcast. So you hear my alarm life of having teenagers no thank you for taking out the dog i appreciate it. it shows responsibility but damn it life of having teenagers to stay up all night yeah i know i'm hoping i didn't hear you in my podcast <laughs> anyway stay safe out there everybody we'll catch you later let's end it with the uh oh wait did i get any new sounds man see this is why i gotta have justin in here you know i'm gonna end it with this you know i spent the last better three to four days getting stuff ready for noises so I can mess with Justin some more on the podcast. I still got to upload them, but yeah, I got to get Justin on here. Like I got the crickets. We were talking about crickets. I got the crickets. I even got a breaking news headline. But tonight's show was sponsored. Let me play a note from our sponsor before I get out of here. Every year, an outstanding amount of people lose their teeth, all because of smoking crack. If you want to keep your teeth strong and shiny, there's only one simple thing to do. Don't smoke crack. Smoking crack is bad. So the next time you find yourself with a crack pipe in hand, remember, if you love your teeth, please don't smoke crack. And now that the no from our sponsor is done, we're ending the show. Once again, thank you, Megan, and everybody else who came out today. Sava, T-Bar, Glenn B, a.k.a. Stinky Dad. Thanks for coming out to the show. We are gone. Now shut the fuck up and let me do my job. You've been listening to No Filter Radio. We live in an awesome country that provides freedom of speech. And this show obviously takes full advantage of that. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from the show. And we hope you had fun along the way, too. We know we did. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, get everything you may need at nofilterradio.net. 
That's nofilterradio.net. Till next time, give them hell.